welcome back to Caitlyn Cast. So I will talk about my memories with my mom and how it affects me, her being gone. So my mom had me and my sister Karen. My earliest memory with my mom, we, she played this game with me. I think I was a baby or a toddler. She would put her hands over her eyes and say, Where's Tissy? There she is. Or, where's Caitlin? There she is. I lived with Graham. Mom came to check on me and spend time with me. I stayed with my mom at times. She would sing me to sleep like this. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Good night. Na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey hey, sleep time. In the morning, she would say, "Rise and shine, sunshine." I remember when Mom would sing while she did dishes or clean. I tried to record her one day, but she stopped singing before I record her. So she was also in choir when she was young. She knew a little bit of piano, and she wrote a lot too when she was my age, so. When I was still young, I don't remember how old I was. Mom had a best friend named Angie. Angie lived in Houston. One day, I was there at the house, and then Karen and Mom got into it. Karen said, I'm gonna live with Angie. Then she on the plane to Houston. Then I never got to see Karen as much anymore. I only got to see her every few years. When mom was pregnant with Hunter, I called him Hunter Cole. Although I, I wanted a sister, I was happy I was going to get a brother after some time. I was 10, about to be 11 when Hunter was born. When he was born, I met him for the first time. I would help mom feed him and change him. I did not change the poopy diapers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't like the poopy diapers. I let mom do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was 12, mom had my sister, Kaysen. Kaysen was mom's last baby. When I turned to a teenager, Mom and I got into it a lot, so she had called the crisis center on me multiple times. I took meds when I was younger, I still do to this day, because I would have mental breakdowns. I used to take meds, in the, I think in the morning, at noon, at 4 o'clock, and at bedtime. And I was just a normal teenager, so I really don't know what has gotten into me and I turned to a teenager. One day, my mind was like, somewhere in La La Land, I grabbed my pills, like the box where you like open the thing, you get your pills out of there. I threw it on the ground in the kitchen. And there's two times I almost ended up in a mental hospital. And then whenever I got in trouble, Mom said, go to your room. I said, no. The mom said it again. 
I still didn't listen. Even though I argued a lot with her as a teenager, I still loved her. When I was about to be a freshman in high school, mom couldn't believe I was going to be a freshman. She took a picture and captioned, I can't believe my bug is going to be a freshman. Okay, so my nickname is Taterbug. Like, they call me Bug, you know? My mom's going to teach me how to drive when I was 16. Well, over spring break, freshman year, we lost Aunt Polly. Mom became too depressed. My mom had general anxiety disorder. She had dyslexia. She has history of panic attack. Whenever my mom got mad, ooh, she said cuss words. She really did. Mom didn't go to church much, but from my knowledge, she was a believer. She promised me that one day we will lay on the trampoline and look at the stars. I remember one day she came to my room. I was on my phone. I don't remember where the dog was. I think the dog was somewhere. She told me when she read the book that she felt hilarious. It says something like, it's hotter than Satan's you-know-what. <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing. My mom would leave at 4 o'clock in the morning to go get some cigarettes. One time, she brought me McDonald's to my window because I was still awake, you know. She literally jumped it off on my window. She gave me McDonald's at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Who would want McDonald's at 4 o'clock in the morning? Coffee, I understand the food at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't get that. The sophomore year became rough. We hardly had food in the fridge. That's when I was signed up for snack pack. I think I was signed up for snack pack since eighth grade. I really don't remember. The sophomore year was the first time Amos has ever laid a hand on me. My mom didn't believe me. I kept telling her over and over again. Found a little mark on my cheek. I showed her that she believed me, but she didn't say anything. Then, second semester of sophomore year, we lost Graham. Mom really loved Graham. And so did I. I mentioned that mom died in the first episode. I'm going to tell you just a little bit more details about the story of how it happened. It was Saturday. Mom was sick. I was aware that she was sick. She was pale. I mean, she seemed fine. Like, she was eating okay. She was doing her schoolwork. Or she was doing something. I know. I think she got a degree at that time. The last thing she ever asked me to do, I didn't know it was going to be the last time I would ever do something for her. She asked me to make her a cup of coffee. As I was sitting at the sink, staring at the coffee, and then something told me, she's going to die. I shrugged it off. Then the next day, when I saw my mom on the hospital bed, lifeless, her eyes were wide open, and the ventilation was going. Her tongue was holding the life support tube. She was motionless. There was blood in the life support tube. 
And I'm so glad Hunter and Kaysen did not go with us to the hospital. I am so glad Hunter and Kaysen didn't have to see what I saw. Because they would have been screaming and crying because of how young they were at the time. Then before the funeral home took mom away, I gave her a kiss. Now it's been three years and I still can't believe she's gone. Then I have a picture of her on the wall, on a piece of paper with a message for her. It says, Mom, I, I miss you. I wish you could still be here on Earth. I wish that I could give you a hug. I can't wait to see you in heaven. I love you. Then I signed my name, the picture of her me that wrote her timeline on there. I have her ring. I work every day. I don't go anywhere without it. And then I have her white tiger. I named her white tiger Denise because my mom's name was Denise. That's all I have of her. I did have her Bible. I would take it to College Heights when I was still there. My friend Angela noticed I wasn't understanding anything in that Bible because it had words. I didn't know like ye, thy, and thee, stuff like that. I understand those words now. At the time, I didn't, so Angela told me, I get that that's your mom's Bible. But I was grateful that she noticed I wasn't understanding it at all. Sometimes when I see people with their moms, or I'm talking to a church member, they say, this is so-and-so, this is my mom. And then I say, I wish I still had my mom. There are times I do reflect on the day she died. Her birthday's coming up on November 19th. I never look forward to her birthday or the anniversary that she died. I never look forward to it. I always dread it. Knowing it's gonna be a sad day. Like, Krista taught me that the anticipation is harder than the actual day. Right? something like that and i have a message to kids and teenagers my message to them is respect your mom because one day she won't be here obey her tomorrow isn't promised spend time with her instead of playing video games being on your phone because you never know something could happen to your mom just like something happened to mine I have a lot of people who care about me. I have my church. I mean, even though I longed for a mother since I was 18 because I lost my mom, I wanted, I wanted another lady in my life to love me, you know, to just someone support me, you know. And I didn't have that kind of woman for like two years. I mean, I have Miss Diostato, but I have somebody now that I look up to as a mother, like, and I mentioned them. I think the, the first two episodes, Krista, she's my mama bear. Krista's like a mom to me. Even though she's not my actual mother, I look up to her as a mother figure. And she's, she's cool. I love her. And then I got other ladies in my life too. I got church ladies. I mean, how it affects me with my mom being gone, it's not easy sometimes. I do miss her sometimes. 
don't miss her a lot, but I do miss her sometimes. Then whenever I dream about my mom, it feels so real. Then I wake up, but then I realize she, she's she's not here, you know. And I know she's she's with Jesus, and I stand firm in that truth. Come back soon for episode six. God bless.